Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So 66 of Ready Player 2. Today we have only the finest of sausage fests for you because L is not here. So today we have Lee. Say hello, Lee. Hello, Lee. Lewis. Say hello, Lewis. Hello, Lewis. And Mr. Ross for Bellbag. Say hello, Mr. Ross for Bellbag. Hello, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> you love that name. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's really and caught on. I, yeah, it's really taken hold of that. <laughs> and, uh, and I am Rich. So hi, everybody. We are going to talk about some games that we've spoken about this week. Luckily, we're not going to speak about E3 this week because I think we've done that to death and we have spoken about E3 for at least two months since it finished, and then which I'm sure everybody was really happy about. <laughs> um, so today we're going to speak about some really old games <laughs> that we've played recently that are completely on point and really up there with all the latest games that are coming out in the gaming industry. So at least two of us have played games that have been released within the last year. Oh, wow. We're on point. So, okay. Who wants to speak about a game they've been playing in the last couple of weeks since we did a podcast last? I can get my shit one out of the way if you want. Oh, go on. Go on, then. Can we get Ross's shit one out of the way first? (laughs) I think everybody'd be happy about that. The fucking crew. Driving games. Well, it should be the title. Is it called The Fucking Crew? I definitely wouldn't have downloaded it. It leads to just believe it's something else. It's a driving game with a story. And cars that handle like I think I described it as turds on a frozen spade. They just fucking yeah. they just slide around all over the place. It is terrible. It's free on Games for Gold at the minute. Do not play it. Oh really? <laughs> I can't wonder is this why one I that they came out cheap. with a weird VR version afterwards, or is that a different game? I've no idea. <laughs> no. Project Cars, isn't it? Oh, it's Project Cars. Sorry. <laughs> right. Okay. So this is uh, this is not that new, is it? Uh, it's relatively new, I think. Uh, is this the Ubisoft one? Um, ju- 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 no, yes, no, Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. It's 2014. It came out. It's an it's all a, like it's, an, it's an all game. online racer, like an open oh, okay. world drive across America, that sort of nonsense. Okay, but with a story. What's the story? Do we care? I don't know. I'll skip all the cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> don't give a fuck. Okay, so it's crap. It, yeah, it's free. It's not even worth that price. <laughs> oh, it's gone free, is it? I, I kept saying this really cheap. I think it's on Games for Gold, which is why it's free. I don't think it's uh, actually free for everybody. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of the uh, bonuses for paying my five ninety nine a month that I get this month. I feel this is wow. another bullet I've dodged. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. yeah, I feel this is a bullet that everybody's dodged thanks to Ross. Yeah, do Has not play it. Any it's redeeming okay. features. I mean, you said no handling, no, the story, well, you, you can't <laughs> yeah. really comment on, but anything? It's a, it's a racing game that's got a story. I mean, if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know, I don't know what does. <laughs> it averages. In its defence. Yeah. Go on, this. Need for speed. Well, I was going to say, in its defence, I went to a, a promo evening for it. And they got a load of um, guys with exotic cars to a local shopping center right. when it was released, and um, they just—they basically turned um, a promo event for the crew into a car show <laughs> in a car park. So all these spotty youths with exotic cars came cruising down with their pimped-out rides, <laughs> and um, I'm pretty sure Exhibit was there. <laughs> Almost definitely. Oh, well, no, it wouldn't have been Exhibit. It would have been Tim, Tim Westwood. Westwood. Oh, my good grief. Is he still alive? <laughs> yeah. You know, even I know who that is. I know. It's, it's like if you put a 90-year-old in baggy pants. <laughs> if, when, Lee, can you just edit in some klaxons whenever we say Tim Westwood? <laughs> some explosions, <laughs> dropping the bomb. explosions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's probably about its only redeeming feature was its promotion. Yeah, uh, Game Informer gave it a 6 out of 10 and said, The crew feels like an average arcade racer. There are some fun times, but you might be surprised to discover that America is a pretty empty, boring place. <laughs> or maybe we won't be surprised by that. Maybe that's par, par for the course. Yeah. Okay, fine. Look, we, we don't want to slam racers too much, or indeed America too much. There are no banana zumbas in this one, though, unfortunately. No, you see, a lack of banana zumbas <laughs> makes any racing game a boring, boring place to be. Game of the year, 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, who else has played something this week? Lee, what have you played? Uh, I've been playing lots more Far Cry Primal. Okay, we've already spoken about Owl Goggles, so I don't think we really need to speak about that much more. <laughs> yeah, but that was really good. Yeah. Have you molested any more animals? <laughs> I, in in the game? The, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's part <laughs> of what you have to do to progress. So. <laughs> yes, he does, that is never going to fly in court. <laughs> I'm just saying. I did have... Um, a little bit of a moment where one of those, you know, you bash your head against the desk moments because the um, is that because you were wearing a VR headset? Or? No, the okay. hunter vision <laughs> in, in it. Um, you know, when I don't know, if I can't. You know, I keep re- um, trying to recall what I was doing in Far Cry Four, and I can't ever remember. That's because um, it was boring. It was not. It was and a good game. Shut your face. Um, it was bo- okay. The, uh, <laughs> well, in Far Cry Primal, you got hunter vision. You press V, and the screen goes kind of monochrome. But anything of interest, like an enemy or um, a resource that you can gather, glows a yellowy gold colour. Oh, on four, you took a you took an like a injection thing, didn't you? And it gave you like hunter That's vision right. and yes. that sort of stuff. You can well, sniff out the yeah. animals. Eagle vision from Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So you have to press V, and twenty seconds later it goes. So you just <laughs> you're walking around every twenty seconds pressing V. And and then I um I looked in the settings and there's a setting there to make it go infinite. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm 25 percent of the way through the game as well, and about 10 hours in. So Oof. yeah, lots of wasted time. Lots of yeah, lovely. I can't imagine uh, anything better than a, a setting in a game that makes the entire thing black and white. <laughs> this sounds perfect. It, I, I'm now actually turning it off regularly. Because I, I keep thinking you're now having to push V to make colour come back into your life. <laughs> exactly, it's looking a bit dull. Wow. It's making me a bit depressed. I need a bit of sunshine. And is it not being in black and white reminding you of the good old days? <laughs> <laughs> Everything was black and white when I was born. <laughs> 
Okay, fine. Look, we've spoken about Far Cry Primal before. Lewis, what have you been playing this week? Despite me moaning about it in the E3 episode, <laughs> I went out and bought Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, really? You're not a hard yeah. sell, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you walk into Tesco, see the promotional thing and go, mm, yeah, I've got to have that? <laughs> Actually, it was on the way out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's only, only £39. <laughs> oh, my word. Seriously, that's a promotional price? Well, considering if you're going to somewhere like game, you're you're paying fifty fifty five pounds for a Lego for a, game. Yeah, it's forty nine ninety yeah. one on the Xbox Store for a game in which they rehash all the voice acting from the movie. It's console gaming, kids. I <coughs> I take that back because there are scenes in the game that don't appear in the film. Right. Okay. So I don't know if they got voice actors or if they got the actual people to come and do some voice recording but so far like some of the stuff with poe and finn on whatever ship it is when they escape some of that stuff is different and some of the interactions between uh, poe and ray are different as well so there are different bits sorry is it, is it worth 40 quid is it is it really it's Oh, no. <laughs> no, I was going <laughs> to I rag on Lego games so much, but it, I just... No game is worth 40 quid, in my opinion. Dis- despite it's it just still being a Lego game, there are kind of... There is new bits to it, so you can do stuff with, um, like, taking cover and shooting from behind cover, which I know that's not a new concept, but it is for a Lego game. Gears of Lego. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I'd play that. That's coming. I, I would play. I would play a Lego game in which you play two really angsty, very, very over enlarged <laughs> in the top end Lego guys, who who just kind of walk around at the speed of absolutely nothing and just kind of step out of cover for no absolute reason whatsoever. That'd be brilliant. Chainsawing Lego bits to pieces. <laughs> Chainsawing Lego bits to pieces. Actually, unfortunately, I don't. I don't think that would ever happen because <laughs> Megablox owns the license to Gears of War. Does it really? And, oh. yeah. and, and Halo. Yeah. Gears, Gears of Megablox, that's the way to go. <laughs> How the hell did Megablox end up with the license for Halo? Do you know it. what? They've got, without going too far off piece, they've got so <laughs> many different licenses. They've got um, Gears of War, Halo, Doctor Who, even though Lego have got Doctor Who as well, Assassin's Creed. Jesus. Uh, yeah, they've got some pretty big franchises under their belt. Are they the ones that are selling them all to you, Bol? Yeah, the same companies that are selling. No, because, you know, well, the Assassin's Creed movie isn't you, Bol. Uh. So there's a glimmer of hope. <laughs> but hang on, we're going to get to that later. <laughs> okay, fine. So Lego Star Wars, mm, worth it or no? It's a Lego game. I enjoy the Lego games, but don't expect too much new stuff from it. Nope. Okay, fine. We, this is kind of what we expected, but... Nah. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I was expecting when I went in to play the demo, so... Trade in fodder. Well, you're never going to trade it in for anything close to what it was worth originally, are you? Uh, £29 at the moment. Uh, trade in C- that's uh, CX. Very uh, it's not bad, actually. It's held its value pretty well. Hmm. Okay, fine. Well, it's only been out for less than a week. <laughs> yeah, get so, down there so now. With, the, these, with these guys who have been playing reasonably up-to-date games, actually, I don't think the crew is all that up-to-date. Um, Far Cry Primal's reasonably up to date. I've been playing Civilization V, and I think we spoke about this in... Did we speak about this in the last podcast? We spoke about the fact that we couldn't um, play it yeah, because... how um, we're thoroughly inept idiocy. we couldn't find it in the Steam library. This is... Yeah, this was a good point. Uh, but no, we all we all got together and started playing Civ V. Really good fun. 
Really, really good fun. I don't think there's much to talk about it because I think everybody's played Civilization games now, but uh, no, it was great. And I think it's worth noting that if you played Civilization V back when it came out and you haven't experienced a game with all of the add-on packs and the, like, Game of the Year, well, it's not Game of the Year edition, but the Ultimate Edition or whatever the fuck they call it, it's... Um, it's quite a different game with all the add-ons and, and all the all the DLCs and everything they brought out, and it's really That's good me. fun. Have you have you never played it? Oh, I got it for Christmas the year it came out and played it for about twenty hours, and then it's just sat in my Steam library ever since. Oh, it's, until it's, I reloaded it up today, and it's uh, yeah, it feels different. Yeah, well, I completely got it. I got it when it first came out, and I, I really I completely enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good game, but then it got quite stale quite quickly because Civ Four at the time had an awful lot more to it than Civ yeah. Five did. And now with all the add-ons and DLCs that they brought out, it's it's a really comprehensive game. So much so that it's a little bit over the top. I think that's what you want out of a crazy, crazy spreadsheet game. But it's just meant. I mean, we've all been sat there playing it. We've been playing it all together. I just feel um, and swamped. We, we've been slightly pussy. We're <laughs> playing against a computer rather than playing against each other. But this is how friendships are solidified rather than broken <laughs> or destroyed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. This is like playing Civ Five with against other people is akin to playing Monopoly. You've got to be very, very careful with the people that you play it against because that, this is how friendships end. That or poker. And actually, when we were looking for something to play and we came up with Civ Five, we actually tried to find some poker places to we play. We were dabbling with the idea of poker. I'm glad that that didn't happen. Yeah, that, could <laughs> that could have been bad for, us, for all of us. <laughs> could have been bloody. I think we've, I've probably said this before, and I know I said it that, that evening, but it really surprises me, and it seems like a really strange move to not make Poker Night at the Inventory a multiplayer game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we said this ages ago when Poker Night the Inventory either first came out or when it was I think it was Poker Night 2 came out. Oh, was it? Yeah. It's a bonkers thing, because poker is about playing with other people but then I think possibly they made a smart move because they wanted to make a poker game that was fun and didn't turn you against your friends in a way that made you want to stab them in their sleep if you play poker games without real money on the line though it's one of the most frustrating things in the world I've tried playing that against because I play online poker people don't exactly (laughs) you play without money on the the line everyone goes all in all the fucking time and it's so annoying Mm. I think you should have to play I think all Facebook poker games you should have to uh, bid friends yeah, <laughs> you should have to put friends in, and like if you lose, you genuinely lose those All friends. In. Yeah, they go against they go against other people. I mean, that wouldn't work out so well for me because I'd be quite happy. All in on a two seven. Yeah, I'll be fine. No problem at all. Okay, look, that's what that's essentially the entirety of what I played this week, other than uh, Rocket League, which is always kind of fun, um, and we're doing okay at that at the moment. Has anybody else got anything else they want to talk about? Has anybody got anything reasonably new they want to talk about? I've got a game from 2008. Oh, that's is that reasonably new? It's really disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, part of the course, and you're the only person that spoke up, so go ahead. Well, I've been playing Rocket League as well on the Xbox. After saying okay. I wouldn't buy it on the Xbox last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> everybody buys Rocket League. This is something that we've got to accept. Whatever you say, everybody buys Rocket League on every platform. Yeah, I've now got it on both platforms I have available to me. So. It, <laughs> Rocket League much is the solitaire of the modern gaming society. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's much easier on the Xbox because there's no PC hardcore. <laughs> it's much easier on the Xbox because I've only yeah. got other uh, other Xbox Luddites to play against. Exactly. <laughs> I got up to like I'm up to like level 21 already. I got it a week ago, so it's much easier on there than it is for me on Bloody PC. Hell. Every time I get, every time we're playing on PC and I come ag- come up against somebody on PlayStation Four, I'm like, oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't always yeah. work out that way. No, it doesn't always <laughs> pan out like that. But no, I've been using the backwards compatibility thing again, and we're playing Rainbow Six Vegas Two, um, and that is a game that does not hold up well to the test of time. <laughs> no, really, it's like all. milk. 
it is yeah it's aged it looks very rough and it doesn't run very smooth I don't know if that's the conversion or if I think you'll find that this is how it played when it first came out yeah when I first played out, I absolutely loved it. We'd play Terrorist Hunt every night after work. Yeah, when and... you first played it, I think your expectations were a lot lower than they are yeah. now. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I love the Rainbow Six Vegas games, one and two. I, I thought they were excellent on Xbox. I made a lot of the friends I still play with now through playing this game. Yeah. And just doing the Terrorist Hunts, but I tried to do one today with some randoms, and oh, no, 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 not going back. <laughs> but yeah, but see, playing, playing Xbox Live with random people is akin to just dipping your knob in a vat full of sick it's, it's, it's not going to end it's not going to end well for anybody really is it no what, how does your mind work I was wondering work? where you were it going it looks with bad that. going in it comes out just as bad as you expected it to be it's just just no way it's going to come out well for you can that be the podcast image or will that get changed as well <laughs> yeah I'm not doing that again <laughs> actually I bet you I can find a, a oh, oh, I bet you could oh. you find it don't share it no I'm going to share it if this happens no. I'm sharing it <laughs> okay, so you've been playing playing shonky backwards compatibility games. Um, yeah, it's a shame. I was looking forward to it, but yeah, it's not. It's just not held up. Oh, bless you. Well, at least you tried. You know, exactly. You stuck your oar in, <laughs> yeah. and you gave it the best of shots. <laughs> and I haven't played basketball for two weeks. I'm almost clean. <laughs> You're almost clean. Is this like a drug rehabilitation <laughs> thing? Although 2017 comes out in a few weeks, so, you know, it's back on the hard stuff. The latest and best disappointing drug. Exactly. Yeah, the new hard stuff's out. <laughs> so. I love the people that play that play uh, these sporting games. Know full well that they're going to be buying the very latest bag of crap, but they still do it anyway. <laughs> uh, NBA 2K is fucking amazing, though. Oh, I ha- actually, in fairness, I have heard that. Um, N- no, not NBA. Is it NBA? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the 2K sports games are brilliant. Right. Okay. NBA 2K15 had a lot of very positive. Yeah, 2K15. Yeah, had a lot yep. of very positive reviews, mm. and supposed to be quite good. And I, I, it was what was it? It was an, it was either a humble bundle or it was available at some point. Yeah, uh, and I was like, oh, I, I should get that because Ro- Russell, Russell, play it with me. And <laughs> then I looked it. at it and went, nah, Russell, make me play it. <laughs> 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 Lewis, you've played you've played a game that I played a little while ago. Um, and Sip five. No, no, no! I played that last week. Um, you, you played a game that I played a little while ago—a uh, uh, top-down, uh, top-down amazing game—and I'm interested to know what you thought of it. Prison Architect. Prison Architect. Um, it's good, actually. I'm getting into it. I just th- there's one thing that frustrates me, and it's um, trying to build prison cells. Mm. Okay. I know that's the key point. Of <laughs> I mean, this the is game. almost 100 of the game. <laughs> So I could build pretty much everything else, but the only thing that I can't build is prison cells um, if I'm not using a template. Okay. Because it says, uh, I get an error mess, like not an error, but it, there's a prerequisite that you have to fulfill, which is enclosed uh, walls and doors. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, I know there are walls and doors because <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the barest minimum that you can... <laughs> You require for a prison prison cell. Yeah, I mean, if you can just go for a walk in the forest, then it's kind of not a very good prison, really, is it? <laughs> I was thinking, because you tweeted this earlier, and I thought, hang on a minute. I know what he's done here. He's put the doors on the wrong way around. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're sliding doors. How do you manage that? Yeah. Don't but- spoil it with your logic. I love the I love the idea that the uh, the like council or whoever locally is just like your prisoners keep escaping and he's like no 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 they've just gone for a hike. <laughs> back. I'll come back soon. Like the most the most trusting prison architect ever. <laughs> yeah. Trusting yeah, prison be more than ever. <laughs> to be fair, 
like I don't know how to start my my the because I went into sandbox mode, uh, just like creating my own prison, and it gives you some kind of targets to work to. So you have to have a canteen, you have to have a kitchen, you have to have this, you have to have that. Yeah. And, and I thought, well, hang on a sec, because if I just build a holding cell, the prisoners are going to be dropped off and then just mill around outside the prison. Yeah. So I had one prison guard escorting them backwards <laughs> and forwards from the side of the road. <laughs> well, escorting them from the side of the road to a holding cell. <laughs> I was like, as if any fucking prisoners would do that. Yeah, they'd just wait just, there. <laughs> yeah, just, just waiting for the guard. Yeah, just. But at the moment, my prison is overrun with workmen. So they build stuff really fucking quickly. And then they mill around outside the front of the, the prison. <laughs> Like a gang of youths. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's not like England, is it? Because otherwise you'd have like 90% of them milling out, outside in front of the prison <laughs> drinking cups of tea while 10% of them are doing the rest of the work. <laughs> it's a good game. I think I just need to play it for a bit more. I've only played it for two or three hours. Play so. the story mode through. That That's what I would do. Start off... It's a bit of a weird story mode when you very first start it. And it's got a very, very odd intro thing to it. Isn't the first thing you have to do is slightly uncomfortable. Chamber. Yeah, with it the whole just, death chamber it, thing, and yeah. it's very weird. But it just jumps straight into it. Yeah. There's no like no menu. It just goes straight from like starting the game into a cutscene. Go and kill this guy. And it's like, okay. Yeah, it's really pull the trigger, pull the lever, and kill this guy. And you're just like, well, I don't, I kind of don't want to. <laughs> you do it. I don't want to do that. But no, it's, I, I really enjoy it. I think it's a great game. I haven't played it in a really long time. It was in early access when I was originally playing it. Mm. Now, as early access games go, I would imagine it probably still is in early access. I think it's actually on full release because it's coming up for a, or it has already been released on consoles. Has it really? An yeah, early access so. game that's actually been released. <laughs> one well, does fucking never one does never end. <laughs> Good grief! Pretty sure games like Daisy and it's never going to happen. Daisy pretty sure that's still in early access. Never gonna be, yeah, Daisy's going to be. In, I'm pretty sure that Daisy was in early access when Jesus was around. <laughs> <laughs> that game is never going to be released. It was ridiculous. Okay, so kind of like in Prison Architect, going to give it a bit more time? Yeah, I, it's weird because having played, like started off with Tropico, then obviously been playing a lot of Civ, um, I was playing that on my own, and I think I played it for about 10 hours over the course of two days. Good grief. <laughs> well, when we started it, I played, I'd played it for about two and a half hours, and now I'm up to 21. Bloody so, hell. That's uh, only four that's, turns as well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got to 500 turns in my single-player game. Bloody and hell. Went, congratulations, you've, you've won. And I, <laughs> yeah, you've won I'm, not really sure why I, I'm not really sure why I've won. But, <laughs> but okay. Everyone else has died. <laughs> yeah, you survived yeah. till 20 turns. <laughs> You're like 34, 50, and everybody else has died of old age. <laughs> um, yeah, and now this. I'm kind of getting back into, like, I don't know, like city-building games. Yeah, yeah, building yeah. strategy games. Yeah, like management strategy yeah. type games. Too much time so, I really like Prison Architect. <laughs> I thought it was a really, really solid game. I'm, I, I think I'm going give it, to give it more of a chance and yeah, uh, play I need it for to a go bit back more. to it. I'd, I'd love it if they had a multiplayer mode. I'm not really sure what multiplayer, what kind of multiplayer mode that would take. I'd love the idea that you have like two or three prisons or however many people are playing all butting up against each other and then a great big yard in the middle and you end up having to have like prisoner death matches. Prison fights, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how you make money. Like the only way you can get funding is to train up the brutest of prisoners and fight them against the other prisons. Of the champion prisoner. <laughs> That'd be ama- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a bit put off a of prison architect when we went to EGX last year. Um, yeah, but that was that was because they the had escapists, wasn't it? 
Oh, is it? No. Oh, I thought that was this. Oh, when we were... It's the one we where they had the... a, a cell set up that you actually had to go into to no. play it. Oh, that was, no, yeah, that, that was, was Prison, Prison Architect. Architect. Yeah, you're right. Oh, wow. They had like a, a big a, a cell set up and it was a bit weird and it was... I just kept walking past it and thinking, I'm not going in there. <laughs> but it was in the middle of nowhere as well. It yeah. was like right in the middle of nowhere and people were kind of walking past it going, that's a bit weird. I'm not really, <laughs> sure, not really sure what's going on there. <laughs> Um, it was right next to the great big weird Thunderbolt stand or whatever it was yeah. as well. And everyone was so hopped up on sugar that they were thinking, no, nah, I ain't going in there. I'll never come out. <laughs> oh, never Not, again. Never again. <laughs> oh, never forget, boys. Never forget. I, I saw, oh God, I saw that stuff in a shop once and it made me feel a bit queasy. <laughs> right, look, we're going to move on to Lee. Lee, you've got a secret mystery game that you, that is, is both, Bold, highlighted red, and has a lot of exclamation marks against it, so this better be fucking <laughs> Lee, this, amazing. Yeah, this best not be shit, yeah. otherwise you're off the podcast. Ever, yeah. Oh, got, you still edit it. We've got a slight problem there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I promised that I'd play this game last week. Okay. Did you? Yes. Oh I, my god! Yes, yeah, I played it. I've got it. a game that I promised I'd play as well, and I forgot, to, I forgot to talk about it. Okay, I'll talk about that next. I played Far Cry Blood Dragon. Oh. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> If you say that you like this game, I, we are not friends. I, <laughs> uh, no, that's it. You're off the podcast. <laughs> you two have got a lot of hate for this game. And I needed to get to the bottom of this. I needed to find I'm out I'm pretty for sure myself. Ross does as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You three have got a lot of hate for this game. He does by proxy. And, yeah, yeah, I tell you about it for three podcasts. I needed to see for myself what the fuss was. And I've got to say, you... Are 100% right. It's shit. Yeah! Muzzle time! <laughs> Muzzle time, what the fuck are you back in? Hell. <laughs> I... Welcome back to the family, son. <laughs> <laughs> or dad. Granddad? That's a bit weird. <laughs> okay, this is getting weird very quickly. Yeah, just what the fuck were they thinking? I don't know. <laughs> and, and, like, uh, literally, for the first five minutes, it's quite amusing. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right. So, all of the retro cutscenes. Um, Made me laugh. There's, uh, you know, some good dialogue. The graphics are quite clever. The the scene where you're flying around the compound in the helicopter at the beginning, um, yeah, yeah, which you could just sit there and watch it if you want, not actually press the trigger. Nothing different happens, but it's good fun. You get to blow shit up, which is yeah. you know part of what you do games for. But then as soon as you're in the action, oh, I felt like I was just banging my head against the screen. It was, <laughs> well, it it was more pleasurable than that I suppose but <laughs> not by much um, yeah and then for all of the reasons that you outlined all the, the everything that I like about Far Cry isn't in this game yeah that's 100% Grass. it it's like they've managed to take absolutely everything that you like about the Far Cry games green remove it and replace it with shitty 80s references yeah. which are amusing for the first five minutes and then get very very old very very quickly so what got old really quickly is at the begin- very beginning uh, it runs you through the usual tutorials that you get in all games where you you know press this to jump and press C to crouch and everything and it does it in that way where it's it's a wind up of itself it's it's yeah, poking yeah. fun at itself by making your characters actually say oh, I hate these things these tutorials oh fucking hell um, so he sounds slightly less Cornish than that. I'd like to point that out. <laughs> I'm not even vaguely Cornish. <laughs> oh, I hate these games. <laughs> My bloody combine officer. <laughs> so uh, I played through most of the first level, and just I was feeling a bit sick, and I didn't like the I didn't like the mouse control. There was something wrong there, which turned out that it's got acceleration on by default. Why? <laughs> and. 
I so I gave up and I went away and I and then today I thought well podcasting tonight I really need to give this game another go I only played it for about 30 minutes so okay I loaded it back up I'd saved the game or I tried to save the game but you can't save when you're in a mission <laughs> yeah which is what you are that in for sense. the first half an hour of the game yeah so it didn't save I had to go through the whole of the first uh... I've only ever seen 21 minutes of this on Richard's YouTube channel, which he optimistically titled Number One, which I assume was part of the series. <laughs> I don't even remember that. <laughs> so we've, uh. we've all been burnt then. So. Yeah, I just... Uh, you see, you should believe us. You should believe us when we say stuff's pap. Well, if, in my defence... one of us... If one of us says it's pap, then maybe yeah, give, it give it a try. It a <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe watch some YouTube videos and then give it a try if you like the look of it. If two of us says it's pap, then... It's pretty much gospel. <laughs> yeah. That's advice like for all FIFA our listeners, not just you. <laughs> uh, in my defence, I love Civ games. Uh, I love Far Cry games, and um, I got it for nothing. So, oh no, that, that's not a defence. This is the entire reason we played it. This, 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 we were we were all led to the flame, Lee. We were all led in the same direction, and, and we were uh, all burned. burned. All of us, all of us equally. <laughs> Okay, good. Well, look, I'm partially glad that you've been burnt by that game and partially slightly upset that you really put yourself out there and did it. <laughs> nobody, nobody deserves Blood Dragons. <laughs> That's not something... That, I'm, I'm really disappointed they managed to make a, a fluorescent 80s neon game that I don't like. Yeah. Because those are, th- that's a recipe for making a game that I'm going to enjoy. I mean, you, you, you can almost not go wrong there unless you make Blood Dragon. <laughs> And then, and then shit's, shit's gone wrong. <laughs> Look, I, I, I've slightly forgotten about this, but I, there's a, there's a game that I played this week that got re- recommended last week when we were talking about stuff. And Lewis, in his effort to make sure that I played this fucking game, bought it to for me. To be fair, <laughs> I got yeah. smashed at the time. Which yeah. essentially cemented oh, yeah. the fact that I had no choice. And you weren't just smashed. I've never seen, smash isn't even the word, but. <laughs> But he bought me this game, uh, and and if you buy me a game, I've got no option. I've got no choice. I'm going to have to play it. So this is South Park, the Stick of Truth. Uh-huh. So I downloaded this with, with extraordinarily low expectations, and I don't know whether it was my low expectations or the fact that, that I've got a, a solid apathy towards South Park in general. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was <laughs> hilarious. And I, I don't know whether... I, I always used to find South Park funny a long, long time ago, and then I maintain that around the time that the movie came out that it stopped being funny and i think that's because they were they had the family guy effect they were trying too hard to Mm. be outrageous they were trying too hard to be over the top and crude and that's kind of funny sometimes but when you're in the race to the bottom when you get there essentially you're the lowest (laughs) and and yeah that's what i felt about south park i thought that was their whole usb wasn't it well that was the entire (laughs) thing but the this doesn't it doesn't feel like that it doesn't feel like that at all and i don't know whether it's been toned down because of the game or whether this is what south park is now but it's um i right i would wait before you say what you're about to say i would wait (laughs) until you get to a certain stage but no it's crude it's crude as fuck and you know what i've got no problem with that it's absolutely fine i mean rick and morty i've i've got into recently as well and i think that's absolutely fantastic (laughs) and that is uh, that is you know very firmly cementing itself at the bottom of the rung as well but <laughs> this isn't what i remember south park being it's not the overly juvenile humor it is more adult juvenile humor which i can get on board with and it's massively geeky like it's kind of 
accepted the fact that this is a really geeky game and it's brought all of the characters from South Park into this really geeky game scenario and just run with it. Without yeah. taking the mick out of itself, without saying, oh, we you know we shouldn't be geeky here. They're being geeky in the game. They're playing this kind of LARP thing that they've got going on. And it's a really simplistic gameplay. It could almost be a Flash game. But it's um, it's great fun. Really, really good fun. bit tedious at times. And a little bit slow. But the humour makes up for a huge amount of that. And the voice acting is amazing. Which mm. is kind of what you'd expect if you get all of the people from a hit show in, involved in the game. Yeah. But... Um, it doesn't, and it it doesn't smash you in the face with it either. It doesn't go here's Cartman, here's Kenny, here's whatever the Kyle and whatever the fuck the other fella's called. It doesn't smash all of the big characters in your face straight away. It brings you into it and yeah. makes you feel part of the game. And um, I'm pretty sure one of the first characters you meet is Butters. Yeah. Yes, who, yeah, it is. Who, whilst he is a main character, he's still he's not part of the core four, as it were. Yeah, yeah. So he's still a supplementary character. It's just it's very it's it's funny. Which drives it along, but the gameplay is mm. fine. It, the gameplay is great. It's it's a solid turn-based combat game with a great bit of comedy and then RPG elements in the background as well, which is this odd combination mm. that you wouldn't expect to work, and especially coupled with South Park, you would never expect it to work, and it does. And I had a really really good time playing it, which is very very surprising. But I think it's one of those things where, like when you go into a movie or a game with very very low expectations. And it turns out to be okay, or even pretty good. You come out feeling really good about it, and that's kind of how I came out feeling from this game. And it was brilliant. I've not got that far through it. Played it twice now. uh, Put a good couple of hours into it. And um, while it could be a flash game, like it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest that they could actually release this as a flash game. It's um, it's still great fun. So it's very surprised. Not what I expected Good. from this at all. When somebody invents a time machine, this podcast is going to be so relevant, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's kind of relevant. They're bringing out a new one. All right. Yeah, there you go. That. That's yeah. my, that, is, <laughs> that is my claim to relevance. <laughs> That's your this straw clutch. Well and truly clutched. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I'm two for two on uh, recommendations and whatever the opposite of recommendation is. Oh, Far Cry well, I'm pretty Dragon. sure one of them was Blood Dragon, so... I. Yeah, so I told Lee not to bother with Blood Dragon. <laughs> I was right. Yeah, I recommended uh, South Park and Stick True, and I was right. Well, there you go. You go and sit there in the corner and get a great big head, and we'll move on. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and I'll enjoy it. Look, has anybody else got anything else that they've played this week, or can we move right on to the news? Let's move right on to the news. Let's move right the fuck on. Thank you very much. We will be back in a moment. Watch me wish the Macho Man with the claims WrestleMania for the Nintendo Entertainment System. A leg drop, an elbow smash, a body slam! WWF WrestleMania from a claim! Ooh, yeah, I want a rematch! Right, we're back. It's still episode 66. Wait, is it episode 66? It's 66. <laughs> I number these all kinds of Depends crazy. What okay, look, it's still image. episode. It's still, yeah. <clears throat> it's still episode 52. And we. <laughs> Rich is going <laughs> to give you a special news. prize if you can spot yeah. the mistake in the image of the last podcast. <laughs> oh, sure. We could make it 37 because that never got released. Look at our back catalog. All images of all podcasts <laughs> are wrong. And it's and just the image before it. So yeah, are you. Banana. Banana, banana. Look, we're going to talk about some news, and we're going to do this pretty quick because there isn't all that much news that we've seen. But we're going to uh, we're going to shoot through what we've seen already. So, who wants to talk about Evolve? I can talk about Evolve. You talk about Evolve. Well, you do I don't thing. know if I should really because I haven't played it. Well, that's fine. We we <laughs> we've news... got long and long and true history of <laughs> talking about games <laughs> we have no idea about. Um, uh, Evolve goes free to play. 
happened today. It's just popped up on Steam. Um, you can get this four player co-op. Four, is it four or five player co-op? I think it's five, five player co-op. Yeah, one is the monster and four is the hunter. I wasn't sure if the monster yeah, was so AI or not. No, yeah. it's good fun no, being no, a monster. No, 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 oh, no. Excellent. for that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of similar to... Um, you know, Left 4 Dead had that whole mode where four of you could play as the infected and four of you could play as... Yes, so it's nothing yeah. like that. Uh, no. It, well, <laughs> the it, numbers it, are completely different. No, no. <laughs> well, one look, of them is the same. Look, from it's a mathematical point of view, that. it's kind of off. But it's, it's, got, it's got some letters that are similar in the names. <laughs> <laughs> it's a computer game. People play it. The, the evolved part of it is when you're playing as the monster. If you survive a certain amount of time, you, you go through two or three evolutions of a monster. If you get okay. to the final stage, you're almost unbeatable. Oh my god, you sound like you actually know about this game. I played it. Oh my word. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, look, I would say, is anybody surprised about this? But I'm actually kind of surprised about this, because this is a, a AAA title that isn't an MMO that has gone free to play. I'm pleasantly surprised. Which is... I'm not surprised, and had I bought this on a console... Or... <laughs> You'd be fucking annoyed. Or PC, in fact. Yeah, but then you'd be really found fucking annoyed about it. Well, to be <clears> honest, though, I think most people that bought this game when it was pay for probably did it a long time ago and possibly have had their money's worth out of it already but if you if you bought it if you paid for it you get upgraded to the founders pack yeah. or whatever they call it now don't you so you get a bunch of unlockables that are in the game which presumably you're going to have to pay for if you get the free to play version probably right. so it's not like you get nothing it was originally released on the 10th of Feb 2015 so that's what, almost 18 months yeah, yeah. So not you know, that you would have thought that if you bought the game before that you would have had your time in it so far. But it's had a bit of a, a trials and tribulation this game, and very similar to Titanfall in so much as they brought it out and thought that it was going to be something that never really ended up being. I've heard some great things about it, but I've also heard that mm. considering it was a, a premium AAA title, that people were expecting a lot more from it and a lot more to come out for it that never actually really materialised. Of course, if you want to buy it on Xbox One, it's now five pounds on Amazon brand new it will be going free to play on the other platforms though once the um, bugs are ironed out of the new stuff that they're putting in is it cross-platform don't think so no. see i think if they went cross-platform with this and made it free to play then it would it could get quite a big following but i presume that they're yeah. going to be putting in freemium content so that you're going to have to pay for certain content in the I game i think any game well you might have cross in the future you might get cross compatibility between Xbox One and PS4, but you're not going to get it with PC because you're going to have mouse players on there. Here you go. Um, <clears throat> just talking about the freemiumness. Yeah. All content is available in game and can be unlocked through play for free. Ooh. No buy in yeah. or box required. Evolve Stage 2 is ready for everyone. Wow. Wow. And that, okay. that's from the, the Steam page. Okay. Jesus. All right, well, you know what? what? We're going to have to get this. I didn't know this was take two, actually. That's that's a bit that surprised me. And, um, yeah. and they're bigging this up saying that this is going to be one of their, or this is one of their permanent and long-term franchises. So they're not, like, abandoning this. It's not them saying, oh, we've, you know, this guy, fuck this game. I hate that I'm saying this, but I think this might be an evolution of <laughs> the base game. <laughs> yeah. However, I do think that this is going to be the way that... Uh, Battleborn will go. Yeah. 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 I don't disagree. I, it's Battleborn started off being hyped up quite heavily. And, and then Overwatch came out. Dropped <laughs> off. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's exactly it. Overwatch <laughs> came out and seems to have blown things in the face. We said the same thing about Overwatch when that came out. Yeah. We're really interested in this, but don't really want to pay any money for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well this is exactly why Team Fortress went free to play. Mm. I don't think Overwatch will go no, free to play anytime soon. No, because it's a Blizzard game yeah. and they like money. 
not only because it's Blizzard, but because it's one of the only games. I think it's the only game. Oh god, I can't remember what the one of the other games, what the other game is, but it's the only game to knock to get to number one in four years in like South Korea. Jesus, wow! Oh, really? That's a very good indication of uh, of esports. That there is. was a yeah, there was another game, and I think it's something like not Eve. Um, one of those kind of <clears throat> MOBAs that that's been at the top of the charts for in South Korea for the last four years. Wow! And Overwatch is the only game to ever knock it off. There are so many people that I see on social media talking about Overwatch, and it's just it's generated a whole subculture of memes like we've spoken about before pornography um i'm not entirely sure that pornography can be classed as a meme <laughs> yeah if, if it's a meme you're doing it wrong depends how you do it what what are you doing tonight sweetheart i'm just sitting around looking at memes. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna try it <laughs> different subcultures within within overwatch yeah yeah i mean they've already got a huge following and they've got comics and as you said porn and all kinds of other stuff going on with it as well mm. and if they can manage to tap into the esports side of the the gaming industry which is a great indicator if they've already got that in south korea then they're in quid's in mm. i also so, find yeah. the, the steam review is funny of these games i'm reading the, the evolve steam review 163 hours on record not recommended he's got to give it yeah. a chance well, really hasn't he <laughs> yeah, yeah at least you've given it a fair shout you know <laughs> if you've managed to put 163 hours into anything you can't say not recommended no. you know you can at least say I got 163 hours out of this it's probably it's all right. the game's changed though or something he's upset about something that's, oh it's free it nerfed my character <laughs> yeah yeah oh it's free now I've got but hurt <laughs> but the thing is, is it's got mixed reviews on Steam, and then it's got 77 out of 100 on Metacritic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty good by all accounts on Metacritic. Jesus, you, really you good have to do them, very yeah. much to get two out of 100 on Metacritic, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bloody yeah, PC I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to, Now this is free, I'm going to have to give this a go. No, we, but, uh, yeah, not, we not are. Not exactly bleeding We're edge. all going to give this a go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm clearly going to have to be the monster and, and fail hard on <laughs> you guys killing me. But uh, oh, no, love it that. sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Okay, look. I'm going to move from Evolve onto a game that I had absolutely no interest in whatsoever from a movie franchise that I have had no interest in whatsoever <laughs> for a very long time. Um, does anybody want to talk about Spider-Man on the PS4? You won't have to worry about the game anyway for a while. Well, no, I don't have to worry about anything for a long while, to be perfectly honest. So what 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 is this? This isn't based on any films or anything, is it? This is just a Spider-Man game out of context that they were bringing out on the PS4. Yeah, so the first kind of announcement was at E3, which we spoke about just recently, and Insomniac Games has come out to say that uh, there's no release date and there's not going to be, then they're not likely to release, not likely to announce a release date anytime soon. Mm. Vaporware. That just means <laughs> yeah. absolutely nothing. I'm as surprised this has even made news. We've got a game, it's coming at some point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, well, I think it? I think what they I think what they're doing here is because it was a it was an E three thing, wasn't it? And we spoke about it during the E three podcast. Yes, and I think I kind of went, oh, Spider Man game. Yeah, <laughs> not that bothered. And like I said, it's a spider a Spider Man game that no one asked for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that apparently nobody's getting. <laughs> yeah. I think the problem is because it was well. listed on GameStop's website that says it was going to be released on Boxing Day twenty seventeen. Wow, that's really? Right, yeah. And that's still that's still there as well. That Apparently, listing. that's a placeholder. Yeah, 
Good grief. A placeholder with a date. A very specific date. And if you look at the in-game graphics from this game, of which we've seen basically none, um, (laughs) (laughs) even the FMVs are going to be out of date by the time that comes around. So I'm not really sure what they're expecting from people. Insomniac are not idiots. You don't release a game on Boxing Day. Yeah. Why Boxing Day? (laughs) I don't know. I, it there's just, there's I, a very there's, specific market there, isn't There's there? nothing about this story that makes any sense. Okay, Hooray! Look. Christmas is over! Yeah. Let's go buy more games. No one's got any money to buy games. No, I've got all my vouchers oh, this to game spend. game have been waiting for for two years. True, yeah. Okay, look, fine. We're going to move away from that. Can we move on to... Uh, oh, no! Oh, my word. This We've is... actually got Ross's Nintendo news. Hey! <laughs> oh, no! Oh, there's no Ross's else. Ross's no, semi-Nintendo no, news. Well, well, no, it's not. Oh yeah. What is it not? Well, it's, it's not. It's, it's not Nintendo news. No, it's Nintendo ish. Nintendo off, haven't they? Yeah. No. <laughs> is Nintendo ish? Look, it's Nintendo. No, it's not. They've no. They've been. They've been Nintendo. They've gone. Do you know what Nintendo? Fuck you. Don't need you. You're all dicks. Do you think that was actually the meeting? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that it was. <laughs> throw a Wii U controller <laughs> at them. So piss off. Mr. The, yeah, just throw a Wii U Pokemon controller at them. Just walk straight into uh, into Nintendo offices and through <laughs> the. I don't know, stone painted like a Pokeball at someone. <laughs> yeah. I went, you know what, fuck you, Nintendo. Tip Android, and I out. choose you. <laughs> yeah. So Little this green is, robot. And this is Pokemon Go. A- this is the thing that everybody's getting, been getting very animated about on uh, social media recently because it's not, yet out in, it's not yet out in everybody's country and people are getting great big ball sacks about it. Taken over um, my Facebook today. This is. Oh, yeah. It's out in the UK, is that right? No. No. No, it's out somewhere. Where is it out? US. It's out in the US, Japan, uh, New Zealand. No, yeah, New Zealand and Australia. So how did you get it? It's a staged release. Um, if you're on Android, you can install the APK. And if you are on I- uh, iOS, you can spoof your location, download the file, and then install it I'm onto your I'm guessing that's yeah. against the terms and conditions. Shh. Very much. Very much so. Oh, I'm reporting you. <laughs> Their pokeballs are against the terms and conditions. The um, the thing about this now, I might be wrong, but around about a million podcasts ago, we talked about this, didn't we? Did we not yeah. say if they released a Pokemon game <laughs> on mobile phones and made it augmented reality, mm-hmm. so that you could look at the world around you through your camera and see Pokemon? and then catch them and fight them against each other, it would be a really cool game. I remember that now, yeah. as a listener. Could somebody just describe what this game is? <laughs> You've just done That's it. because we were describing <laughs> Pokemon Go. <laughs> right. So, as with multiple things that have happened over the last four years, you are welcome, world. <laughs> <laughs> How so, long... I'm going to set the over-under when it's released in the UK to about a week before you read the first story of someone getting struck by a car while playing this. Oh, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> oh, wait, I, maybe not I that great for them. You know, BMW, I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> BMW uses bumper. It's super effective. <laughs> the Lewis is already doing it and he shouldn't be playing it yet. I, I, I definitely didn't nearly get hit by two cars yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Was that against the terms and conditions? <laughs> you just see a fucking, a fucking Pikachu dancing around on a fucking Skoda. Woohoo! Watch out! <laughs> Apparently people are no, finding like, a lot of Pokemons in toilets and bathrooms, so make sure you yeah. check there, Lewis. That's where you find Pokemon? No, honestly. Uh, someone that I, I uh, that follows me and I follow on Twitter found uh, an Eevee in their toilet, <laughs> and I was going for a crap yesterday, and I found <laughs> a Zubat in my bathroom. 
how when you... Is that when you were flushing? What about or? the local dogging sites? No, I just... <laughs> you've checked, have you? My ba- my bathroom is a local Pokemon dogging site. <laughs> There's the title. <laughs> you just throw one Pokeball and you get eight of them. And they all just kind of merge into each other. No, it's good fun. Uh, I, I walked to the shop yesterday... What would normally take me 10-15 minutes took me over an hour. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I caught a drowsy in the middle of Asda. <laughs> That's what but I do um, in the middle of Asda as well. There's tablets you can take for that. There's a photo mode. You can take a picture of it in augmented reality. So oh, I saw I, that I'll, picture. There's a guy in the background. I'll post it on, <laughs> on our Twitter account. There's a guy in the background on one of the checkouts, and he's kind of like looking across it. Why is that guy pointing his phone at me and taking a picture? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is this weird beardy, baldy man taking a picture of me? <laughs> There's a fucking jigglypuff on your shoulder. Don't move! <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's brilliant. From Apart from last night when... Basically, everyone in the world ever killed the Niantic servers. <laughs> Yesterday afternoon, I spent probably an hour and a half playing it, and I played a bit more this afternoon, uh, just going around um, searching gyms and kind of hotspots. So, if anyone remembers Ingress, yeah, yeah, it's basically that, but with Pokemon. See, that's that's. Ex- I'm pretty sure that this. All those many episodes ago, this is exactly how we described <laughs> this game. It would be yeah. Ingress with Pokemon in it. That's almost exactly what it is. And do you know what? I'm all right with that because yeah, it's got Pokemon okay. in it. Has it got the RPG? I, I expect it doesn't have any of the RPG elements that you would expect from a Pokemon game. Is it just catching? So you can... No, so you can level up your Pokemon. Wow. You can drop off Pokemon at gyms. <laughs> and Now, by gyms, you mean that you actually walk to like the local ladies' gym. Or something no, like that. <laughs> just like, no, I, so, I, I, like I'm not coming in. I'm just dropping dropping so, a Pokemon off. <laughs> for instance, there is a a gym at my local Asda, right. and there is a gym at a church nearby. <laughs> and well, wow, their attendance um, is going to go right up. A hotel. Okay. Um, they're kind of places of interest in your local vicinity. I think one of the other churches nearby has got um kind of interesting points about it where you could pick up items and whatnot oh cool so but yeah you can drop off your pokemon at a gym and you then have to protect that gym with that pokemon whilst other people try and take it over (laughs) so you end up battling those people are they actually physically walking up to the church while you're there with your pokemon you have to like punch them out or something (laughs) no because that'd be amazing i mean i also love the idea that churches are promoting having fictional friends (laughs) which is just brilliant (laughs) (laughs) the irony (laughs) irony upon irony (laughs) oh dear um no so you you basically once you reach a certain level you then leave a pokemon there that pokemon stays there and levels up as it battles um and more people come come to take over that gym so then you become part of a team, either red or blue, I assume. I don't know. I haven't got that far yet. Cool. So, yeah. So this has got elements of that Ingress game, and it's got elements of... What's that shit thing that you check in at and become mayor of places? Foursquare. Uh, That's well, it. no, it's not anymore. Uh, is, it, is, it kind of, is, is it kind of Ingress versus Foursquare? Is that the kind of thing with Pokemon in it? Yeah, kind of. Um, it's more Ingress than it is uh, right, Foursquare. Okay. okay. Well, this is weird because this is one of the first times that a Nintendo kind of offshoot 
has been something that I'm interested in playing recently. <laughs> now, it's not that I'm not interested in Pokemon, because I played Pokemon Red and Green, was it? Um, when they came out on the Game Boy Advance. Early ones. Was it mm-hmm. Red and Green or Red and Blue? I can't remember which ones. Um, and I loved them. I thought they were really good games. Am I the only I, one I here who's them. never played a Pokemon game? No, I've never played one either. Oh, really? thank God for okay. that. Look, for, for Pokemon... On the Game Boys, and I don't know what they've been like recently, but I played them on the Game Boy Advance and then on my GP2X, which could um, emulate Game Boy Advances and Game Boys and stuff like that. Think of it kind of like Zelda, but with capturable... (laughs) (laughs) No. Think of it kind of like Zelda, but with capturable pets that you could then fight against people. So it had the RPG elements of a game like Zelda, which you would expect from a Nintendo game, um, and then also had this whole kind of Com- the combat was Final Fantasy 7 or Final Fantasy-ish, but with these pets that you would capture randomly and then train up and, and all this kind of stuff. It, yeah. was, it was pretty good. Cool. So, yeah, no, I'm kind of into this. Anywhere um, than when it actually comes out in Europe? No. Oh. <laughs> soon. <laughs> soon. Sorry, no. They've said soon. It comes out in the UK and Europe soon. Oh. Soon. Thanks. Jamal. I'd love it if, um, because they... it was localised, they actually just turned off all the locations in the UK and Europe. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, it... That's the thing. It is localized. Yeah, this is a weird so, thing because you've got the American version yet. It's still got local gyms near to you. So they, no, 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 no. So it's localized in the respect that the types of Pokemon that you catch match the area that's nearby. Okay. What? So, for instance, if I go to a beach area, I'm more likely to catch water-based Pokemon. <laughs> well, that's and pretty cool. Because I've got um, churches and stuff nearby... A lot of the Pokemon that I'm catching are psychic based. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I love I, it. I love the Pokemon not. you're catching um, a fictional. <laughs> Zombie Pokemon. Ro- Ross knows him. Um, James Bricknell. Yeah. Uh, or Caradol on Twitter. He lives in a desert and he only catches stuff like, uh, well, normal types or rock types. <laughs> so he catch or uh, ground types rather. So he's caught like Geodudes. Zubats, Rotatas, that that kind of type. So this is going to lead to people going on Pokemon pilgrimages. Yeah, to, yeah, to find that, these different types of Pokemon. That's that's kind of the whole point to travel around. There's going to be a Pokemon holiday tour, so, isn't there? There is. Um, I think uh, Pokemon Chris open Coleman. top bus tours. Chris and, Coleman is someone else. Um, so he gets a lot of like urban type Pokemon. Mm. So uh, Pidgeys and that kind of stuff. When he comes back to the homeland, he can get the water baseball. I was going to say, like, what's an urban Pokemon? Are they more down with the kids? <laughs> <laughs> they wear backwards baseball you know, caps. Wearing their caps backwards and stuff like that? Possibly, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the the type of Pokemon deter- is determined That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool, that is. I think that's pretty cool. I think it's also a bit cool and weird that you've got the American APK, yet you're... It's still smart. Oh, I I I've got the what is it? The I think it's the Australian one. Okay, well either way, I mean that it's still aware of the areas that you're in, you know? Yeah, because it's based on a GPS location. It's just not losing your location on, service. Yeah. Bloody hell. Not based on uh the type of APK that you've got. So can Otherwise, you fight like, now I don't want to spend too much longer on this, we're gonna move away from this in just a moment, but can you fight against people that you know that don't live anywhere near you, even though no. it's a location based game? Not yet. <clears throat> right, that's the only thing that I would say, because it'd be cool to for me to walk around, do this, and get my Pokemon and all the rest of it, but i kind of like to be able to pit my Pokemon against you guys. I wouldn't necessarily want to do it against yeah. people that are local to me. No, so it's it's 
almost entirely location-based. Again, going back to the ingress, you're trying to take areas. Right, okay. So they need to cater the peop- to the people like me, who have got friends that they don't necessarily want to be anywhere near. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if, they, if they do that, then I'm all in. <laughs> Yeah, I, I to be honest, we're we're not even on a, a V one. Yeah, no. yeah. So it's, it's, it could go quite a long way. Well, it's picked up a lot of steam. This has got an awful lot of chatter. Considering it's not actually officially out in the UK yet, it's got a huge amount of chatter on social media so far. And I think that's the end of the news. Is that all of the news we want to talk about this week? Yeah, that is all of the news. Right, we've got we've got some shears to talk about. Now we've been threatening to talk about this shears for a while now, but we're <laughs> we're really on board with the shears now. I think the shears is all really locked and loaded. So we're going to take a very brief break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about <clears throat> video game video movies. game movies <laughs> video game movies. <laughs> um, so you know, if you don't want to get angry, this is probably Sorry. the time to to just check out. <laughs> this is probably when you just. Just give, just give it a miss from now on. Come back. Come back in Ready Player 2, episode 42, where we'll be back with all new content. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in one moment. Like most other home computers, the Commodore 64 is small and very agile. Unlike most other home computers, it has an enormous 64K memory. This means you can use more exciting and advanced software programs and get so much more enjoyment out of your... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Home computer. The Commodore 64. Remember, it costs less than £230. And don't forget, it has the enormous memory. Right, look, I think we can all agree that in the land of the blind, the one-eyed video game movie is still shit. (laughs) But... In the sake of science, we have gone off and we have watched some video games, science. and we're going to talk about them. God damn it! So we, we have, we have gone away. We, sorry, we. Can I just interject? Okay, we you do being that. You and Lee, look, right? We take the hit. Ross are, me and Ross are fucking idiots. We've watched look, these. Look, <laughs> we've watched most of this shit before. Yeah, we know right. that it's unfortunately it's either terrible or brilliant. I think we, we hit research, Twitter. but it feels more like self abuse. <laughs> oh it does a little bit uh, we hit Twitter like a paedophile hits a playground and we went we basically said to people look <coughs> what do you think what do you think about God, I was taking a drink <laughs> and the uh, and, and as, as as that person in the playground the, the response was almost overwhelming so 
we uh, we basically said, "What do you think? What do you think about video game movies?" And there was an awful lot of response. A lot of people on Twitter were had a, had a lot to say about a lot of video game movies. Some of it was nice, <laughs> most of it wasn't. I didn't see that bit. So we we decided we were going to go away. We're going to come out uh, come up with the video game movies that we've seen, and we were going to watch some of the new ones that have come out because this is a little bit of a heyday for video game movies at the moment. There's quite a few of them coming out. We've got Angry Birds out at the moment. We've got um, the Warcraft movie. Um, and there's Assassin's there's Creed coming Assassin's out. Assassin's Creed coming out very soon. Another so, hey, Resident this is Evil film. This this <laughs> is us being topical. No, there is no there is no topicalness about Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, me and Lee took the hit. <laughs> oh boy, we soiled ourselves so that you don't have to. So, in the name of science, the Ready Player Two crew would like to talk about a few video game movies that we have seen and whether or not we think that this is something that should happen or or indeed. Uh, we want to see. <laughs> I just had a cold shiver thinking about some of these films. Look, we're going to have to go all the way back. For this, we have to inception this shit all the way back to... All the way back to what is classed as the first ever video game movie. And I'm not entirely sure that it was, but look, we've got to address the elephant the elephant with great big jump boots in the room. Which was the Super Mario Brothers movie. We've all seen this, right? Yes. The greatest <laughs> video game movie bar none so this this and if anyone argues with me i will come to your house and burn it down with a so bob bomb i don't want to put anybody off or but Lewis probably flower. doesn't know where you live so i think it's free to talk free it's fine to talk I know freely. Where you live. he can find no, you, you. Don't, you don't. i know so. where ross is <laughs> Ross talked favourably about I'm not disagreeing for, for the sake of your child I know where Lee lives <laughs> yeah it's kind so of it's cool. postcode we're going all the way right, all the way back to uh, Super Mario Brothers movie with uh, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo Leguizamo that's him um, and Dennis and Hopper Dennis Hopper Dennis Hopper. Dennis, Dennis Hopper how the hell did he <laughs> What what and are they even thinking about now? I think it's fair to say that that I don't, I'm not entirely sure that John Linguini had much of a of a movie <laughs> career before this film happened, but uh, Bob Hoskins and uh, almost everybody else that was in this film had a bright future. <laughs> you know, um, this was awful, and it was it was. I'm sorry, Lewis, it was awful. But it's one of those movies right. that was so <laughs> awful that in <laughs> retrospect it was fantastic. I just want to point out. That Bob Hoskins won't even allow this on his <laughs> kind of resume. He on won't his even IMDb. admit. He won't even admit that he he was in the Super Mario. Despite Brothers all the movies. photographic well, really, evidence. but he's fine with the he's fine with the British gas adverts. <laughs> but <laughs> but God rest his soul. He he was he he was fucking brilliant in it. Yeah. It, do you know what? In terms of what it tried to be, which was in essence. A science fiction film about interdimensional travel, yeah, Mm. which is bonkers for a Mario Brothers movie. In just to start with, but they tried they tried to give it this science fiction slant, which actually kind of worked out in its favour because there was almost nothing else in its favour at the time. Um, But it also had that dystopian future feel about it. Yeah, that was exactly when they go to the the Mushroom Kingdom. It had a a very cyberpunk kind of do androids dream of electric bob <laughs> yeah it, yeah exactly and it, it just had that it had a brilliant feel to it that if mario was made 
today, that's how I would want it. Yeah, you could appreciate it. If Mario was set in the Fallout universe, that's how I would want (laughs) it to be. Exactly. That's exactly it. The weird thing about it was it wasn't what anybody wanted in a Mario movie. And, and, and actually, I think it was not what anybody expected in a Mario movie. They did something a bit bizarre where they, they did this dystopian thing and they did this science fiction thing. And because nobody expected it and it was really offbeat for what people thought a Nintendo film was going to be about, that it was massively underappreciated. Now, I remember watching this film and thinking, what the fuck is going on here? This is really <laughs> weird. But I think had they done the Goombas... And had they done the enemies in a slightly different way, then I probably could have appreciated it a little bit more. Had they been fungi that had grown on this alternate planet and had become beholden to this creature that was telling them what to do, then I would be, wow, this was amazing. But actually, they were just really shonkily made-up guys (laughs) that just look really weird. But I'm sorry, the, the best scene in that film has to be in the elevator yes. with the Goombas. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> where, they, where they all start dancing because... Because why Mario not? Makes, because Mario makes them dance. He just starts... Swaying like, them. You would, you would imagine that you would notice someone start to sway you. Like, they, they just start swaying along with the music and he's humming to it. And just... Oh, the... The smiles on their faces. Like, it was uh, in any other film, they would be just brilliant. <laughs> I will fully admit they don't work in Mario. No, they were they wrong. Aren't, <laughs> wrong. They aren't good. <laughs> so wrong. Look, if you if you are like the majority of well, I'd say the majority. If you are like some of our listeners uh, who are nowhere near old enough to understand <laughs> the joys of this movie, we watched this film when it first oh, came yeah, out. I watched on video. Oh, it's mental. And oh, Lewis is clearly it. watching that part of the On film. YouTube one. No, no, I'm not. I'm just thinking about, <laughs> thinking you, need about to, it. you need to go. And I think this is this is I, the point at which this movie is retro. Mm. So this that, that makes yeah. it cool. So go back and watch the Super Mario Brothers movie. It is exactly as bad as you would expect it would be. But in its terribleness, with the retro layered on top of it, it's fantastic. And I think if you could appreciate it at the time for what it was, you would definitely appreciate it now because it's just mental mm. and weird and not what you would expect a Super Mario Brothers movie to be at all. Yeah. Sorry, Lee, what were you going to say? I love this film. <laughs> There's two things this film. It confirmed that their last name is Mario, so he's Mario yeah. Mario. Yeah. Excellent. And also, just in the trivia, um, Bob Hoskins broke his finger when a van door slammed on it. For the rest of the film, he's wearing a cast which was painted pink to look like a hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it back. This could have been a very now. different film. Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, turned down the role of King Cooper. Yeah. Kevin um, Costner. Oh, that would have been amazing. Also, Michael Keaton. Uh, Dustin oh, Hoffman was in there for oh, Mario. It could have been fantastic. Um, and the best thing is, need to chill out. Tom Hanks wanted the role of Mario. Yeah. But Nintendo <laughs> no worried no. that the star of Turner and Hooch and Joe versus the Volcano couldn't headline the blockbuster. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No! So they went with Bob Hoskins. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this would have 100% been a completely different yeah. film had it been with Tom Hanks. Yeah, he might not have broken definitely. his finger for a start. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we need to move on from Super Mario Brothers. This, this was, in essence, what most people 
what most people class as the daddy of video game movies, which is amazing because if this is the daddy of video game movies, then every other video game movie that came after it is very inbred. But unfortunately, actually, it only goes downhill from there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> One other thing on Tom Hanks. Sorry, this came out in '93, the same year as Philadelphia. Yeah, which he won an Oscar for. Yeah, and he wanted to be yeah, Mario. Good job, <laughs> good job Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it's not the kind of film that you would liken him to, you know. It's, uh, can you imagine no, if he won out. an Oscar for this? See, what a world can we, move, can, we move, can we move slightly into... Oh, Oscar for... Do you know it, what? I I think, just before we do move on, I think Tom Hanks would have played a better Luigi. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tall and skinny. <laughs> uh, Wilson! Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and, Dan- <laughs> and Danny DeVito... Yes. As Mario. <laughs> yeah. No, see, I would have loved Danny DeVito as Mario and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been fine with that. Twins, but, <laughs> but Super Mario Brothers style. That would have been fantastic. Right, come on, let's We're move gonna on. We're going to slightly chronologically move into the other the other kind of um, video game movies that came out. Not not roughly the same time, but we're going to move. We're going to ease ourselves into it. So, Street Fighter. Oh. No, I don't oh. know if this is the movie that came out close-ish to this, but this is <laughs> certainly one of the oldest ones that I remember. I'm getting now, hot sweats. If if we could just kind of very briefly touch on the people that are in this film, so Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Uh, playing a guy that had potentially the worst forward mullet I've ever seen in my life. Playing the American hero, Guile, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, the American hero, the muscles from Brussels, Guile. <laughs> and, and Kylie Minogue. <sighs> as Cammy. As Cammy. As, as Cammy, which is just the most bonkers thing I've ever heard of. This is probably going to be the most misogynistic thing that you will ever hear me say on this <laughs> uh, on this podcast, but 10 out of 10 would bang Kylie Minogue as Cammy. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 would bang Guile. <laughs> this had Raul Julia in it, in his last ever yeah. acting performance. He won awards for this Bison. as well, didn't he? Yeah. What? Yep. How? He was... Excellent. Yeah, he was. How did anybody win awards for this? Despite film? he was actually dying on the set, literally yeah. dying on the set. This is this is the film that basically I know that other films like Bref- Breakfast Club and other films have um, encapsulated the whole kind of freeze frame end moment where somebody jumps in the air fist pumping. <laughs> but this film had it down to the most cringeworthy tea where every single character that was still left alive at the end of this movie did a really, really over-the-top <laughs> jump in the yeah! air and thrust every limb that you can possibly find out in a different direction <laughs> and hope that you don't kill the other cast members. This came out and 18 months brilliant. after uh, Mario. And it, this is this was... Could you possibly think of a movie that could have done Blanca worse than this? <laughs> Dr. Blanca? <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I love this film. What? So do I. Uh, like Ma- I can watch like this anytime. Mario. Oh, yeah. Like Mario, it's so bad that it's amazing. No, yeah. At the time, I hated this film. I still hate it. I was, yeah. I watched it at the time and forgot about it so much that <laughs> oh. how I, I watched it how? and was just amazed how bad. Right. Okay, okay I've got. How I've got... can you love Mario but hate this? Um, because this was intended to be good. Yes. I can't help but think that the people that made Mario knew full well from the get go that it was going to be shocking <laughs> and just rolled this with it. Almost. But it's got Van Damme in it. Right. <laughs> The budget for this film was something like $35 million, yeah, um, which is not grief. a huge budget. But uh, do you know what they spent $8 million of that on? Van Damme's hair. Van Damme. Uh, yeah, it made $100 million <laughs> in the box office. 
I don't know how that's... Yeah, that's because people didn't know any better. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, that is exactly right. Also, it's got 58 out of 100 on... Oh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have a, a rating on Metacritic. I was looking at the wrong thing. I like to look at Rotten Tomatoes. If it's got, <laughs> if it's got less than two, then I don't watch it. So it's, it's got 12, it's 12%. 12%. Mario on Rotten Tomatoes, has, good grief. Mario had 15%. I could go we with Mario. Actually, we did skip out Double Dragon. <laughs> I've never seen the Double Dragon movie, and actually until recently I didn't know that they'd even made a Double Dragon movie. Neither did I until I looked at a list of Wikipedia. Awful. Films. See, <laughs> look, if you're reasonably... If, you, look, if you're younger than us, which, let's face it, is probably most of our listenership, <laughs> you possibly don't even know what Double Dragon is. If you don't know what Street Fighter is, then just fuck off now. Yeah, there used to be but a Double you, Dragon machine in my local Circle K. Oh gee, I used to play Double Dragon all the time. That was this. That was my uh, was my amazing. fighting game. Double Dragon's a oh, brilliant, brilliant. game. I was I was probably seven when Double Dragon. Yeah, I, w- I was about seven and a half when Double, Double Dragon, Dragon and, the and movie. Golden Axe. And that was still five years after Double Dragon was relevant. Yeah. <laughs> good so I job. probably would have only been two when Double Dragon the game was released. <laughs> yeah, good job. Yeah. Well, 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 keeping the relevancy, Hollywood. I probably so, had a beard. Look, we're gonna we're gonna move from one awful video game fighting movie to another fantastically to awful video games. Yeah, Mortal oh. Kombat. We've got to talk about Mortal Kombat. So right, the the soundtrack. The, I'm sorry, before we move fantastic. any further, yeah. the soundtrack was just incredible. Can we yeah. just have the a moment of silence amazing. for Lee to put in that that Mortal Kombat scream, please? You do this. And there we go. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, what, what I would quite like is. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, can somebody, <laughs> Not that one, the Mortal Kombat one. <laughs> can, somebody, can somebody write? Who played Raiden in the Mortal Kombat movie? No. Christopher Lambert. So, Christopher Lambert, yeah. Right. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> How the hell do you go from playing iconic roles to playing Raiden? Somebody must have sold him right down the creek on that, surely. Well, he was he was arguably the star of this film, I suppose. Wow. It was meant to be really? Sean Connery, wasn't it? He, he timed it. <laughs> good move, well, Sean. Just, yeah, good job. Yeah, let's, let's both of us go from Highlander to this. <laughs> very, very similar quality, in my opinion. <laughs> Highlander got away with it. This film was bad. Look, in my opinion, this film was bad. But it was also brilliant at the same time because it was kind of cheesily bad. Yeah. And this was a kind of this was a film of the era because films of this era were cheesily bad anyway. And if you look at Arnie's movies from this era, so you look at Running Man, you look at uh, Total Recall, all that kind of stuff. There is a level of cheese to them, which is brilliant anyway. Mm. Mm. And actually, I think they were slightly earlier. Than I think this, Arnold but... Schwarzenegger was meant to play Cooper in this as well, wasn't he? <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> this was a bad film. There's no, there's nobody. If Street Fighter was a bad film, this was this worse. Was oh, this is, yeah, this is film. a terrible film, but it's it made more money than the rest, and it's got a brilliant soundtrack to it. Do you know what made me really mad about this film? It ended on a cliffhanger. <laughs> How the hell do you make this film and, and think this is a good idea? Let's end it I'll on a cliffhanger. I'll tell you what really made yeah, me mad about this film. So did Godzilla. This film <laughs> is based on a video game. Okay, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. What's the, the yeah. big thing about Mortal Kombat? Yeah, fatalities. Fatalities and gore. <laughs> Neither yeah. of which feature at all in this film. Gore was in the film? No, it wasn't. Yes, no, it was. The, four, the forearm, a... motherfucker. No, that's Goro, you knobhead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I take it back. I thought I thought you meant Gore, the character. No. I take it back. Yeah, you can't do more combat without it being a hard R or a, a yeah. 
18 they, the film original, yeah, the script somebody's for this spine was an needs R. to get ripped out at, at some point somebody's spine needs to get removed yeah. yeah but okay so let's move on from the Mortal Kombat film so there was the sequel Mortal Kombat Annihilation <laughs> which was utter piss <laughs> yep there's, there's no need to talk about that. No. And then there was the YouTube series Mortal Kombat Legacy featuring Jerry Ryan, which what? was actually very, very good. As no in way. Seven yeah. of Nine, Jerry Ryan. Yes. Yeah. Seven of Nine, Jerry Ryan, who plays Sonya Blade. Great casting. Does she really? Um, I'm suddenly interested in watching are... this. Does she bounce a lot? <laughs> three. <laughs> there are three seasons of it, and it's one of the earlier YouTube productions. Oh, right, right. Okay. So it was um, it was commissioned by YouTube via Machinima. Okay, this must be quite early on in Machinima trying to you know yeah, becoming it a big was, thing. It was uh, 2011. Okay, and the whole thing is available um, on the Machinima channel. Just have a look for more Combat Legacy. It's got Jerry Ryan. It's got the the every other character you could hope for. <laughs> And they worked with NetherRealm, Warner Brothers. How did they get people wow. that could actually act in this, but not in the actual <laughs> well, film? Look, it's Jerry Ryan. Let's not go over the top. <laughs> Lit- literally, the only person that I recognise <laughs> is Jerry Ryan, and I'm pretty sure she's only in the first season. Yeah, who so. is who is world renowned for playing a character that has no personality? <laughs> I was looking for the cast list for Mortal Kombat, and uh, Bridget Wilson Sampras's name. Just jumped out at me the guy the, the, the lady that plays Sonya Blade and yeah. um, she's uh, her last name Sampras is uh, because she married Pete Sampras of 90s tennis fame wow nobody cares about tennis Lee nobody cares <laughs> <It's silly. laughs> not even Jory Wimbledon no one cares nobody, nobody cares about tennis come on Andy <laughs> oh um, come on Tim oh. the guy uh, who plays Shang, Shang Tsung uh, he was in well he was in Fucking shitloads mm. in the early nineties. So he I bet was they in... thought. I bet he thought it was a fantastic idea to break into Western movies by <laughs> doing something like this. <laughs> but he was in uh, Star Trek: Thunder in Paradise, Nash Bridges, Thunder uh, in Paradise, wow. Hogan's oh Fight Watch. Actually, he was in Heroes as well. Oh there is nowhere near enough Hulk Hogan in, <laughs> in anything that happens nowadays. There needs to be more Hulk Hogan. There's a reason for that, though. He, no, yeah, he because he's a horrible racist. He's a massive racist. <laughs> oh, actually, we we can't say that anymore because oh no, true. He was he was acquitted. Oh, is he? He basically closed he down. He's allegedly a horrible racist. He basically bumfucked Gorka yeah. in out of existence. Into bankruptcy. Good grief! He'll go Hulkamania on your ass. <laughs> Look, we need to move from this. We need to move Pastamania. from We need to move from one one horrible fighting movie to another potentially not that bad fighting movie. Look, this is much more recent, and I'm keeping with the vein of fighting movies now. Tekken. Yeah. Not seen this one. Ah, uh, this is a no. Right, <clears throat> I've seen Tekken. Now, <laughs> I think I recommended Tekken, didn't I? Yes, you did. Also, yeah, it's your fault. Also, the guy who played Chan Song. Yeah. In Mortal Kombat, was Heihachi Mishima in Tekken? In Tekken, oh, nice. yes, he was. Um, now I He's also sixty-five. Tekken, I recommended Fucking Tekken, hell. I think, to Lee. Yeah. Now this was a, a soft recommendation, <laughs> to, to say the best. But it in look, there. I I've now seen this film probably three times. 
Now, the one thing that I will see a, say about this film is, oh, that ass. <laughs> because <laughs> because well, there is a pair of, what, there is a pair of trousers in this movie that you will never forget. Mm. But um, it's all right. It's not terrible for what it is. It's a pretty shonky, uh, very cheesy, poorly put together fighting film. But it's honest and true to the story. Yeah, for what it is, it's true to the story. It's got great fighting yes. in it. It's got people being beaten to a pulp. It's got, for what it is, good kung fu mixed with mixed martial arts. And it's it's a, it's a good film. And it's got the great sci-fi elements that you'd expect from something like this. It's over the top. It's <laughs> cliched. And it's it's poorly acted. It's but actually... Not as bad. It's a pretty it's decent film. It's not as badly acted as <laughs> yeah. the other two. And the fighting in it... I know, I know it's a more modern film, but... The fighting in Street Fighter was just dreadful. Um, yeah, the fighting in yeah. Mortal Kombat, the original cut of it was so bad that they went back and shot two extra scenes, fight scenes, to add to the film. Um, really? which were directed by, um, a different, uh, stunt guy or whatever. Um, the, the, uh, the guy that choreographs all the fighting bits. Um, yeah. and it's noticeable that they are very different to the other fight scenes. Is Yoshimitsu yeah. in it? Uh, Yes. yes, yes, he is. Which is a yes. bit bizarre. Does he? I mean, does he sit on his sword? <laughs> yes, he does. No, he doesn't. No. Oh no, he doesn't. Oh, well, oh no, it's a different film. Sit, no, no, not in a <laughs> sexual way. <laughs> no, not in a sexual way. You're not <laughs> Does he? Does he jump up and sit in a cross-legged position and then hop on his sword a little t- bit? <laughs> like oh, he's on he a, does a, a cross-legged position, but not they on his sword. They pretty much um, tick all the boxes for all of the fighting moves for all of the characters. Really? Oh, nice. Okay. Right, okay, I really so I'm have to watch Tekken. I really like that. The um, the fight scenes in this are really good. But yeah, that that was one bit where the emotion got a bit broken for me. And I, I found that when I was originally... Tekken was my favourite fighting game um, out of all of these three. Uh, I did like Street Fighter 2. I hated Mortal Kombat because it was just a bit shonky. Mm. Um, and, but Tekken, I, it was the one for me. And it always bothered me that, you know, you're fist fighting everybody and then this fucking alien comes along with swords... Or a tree. Fair. And then he, they put it into the film as well. <laughs> he's not an alien, he's a robot. Well, yeah, alien robot thing. <laughs> can, can, can we talk about Uwe Boll please, and what he's done to video game movies? Do we have do to? We, <laughs> do do our listeners need that? I was going to smooth our way into, into the whole Uwe Boll situation <laughs> because I didn't want to end up into, in some kind of boxing death match. But I think, I think we pretty much, we've led in that direction so far. <laughs> Let's just kick, the fu- kick his fucking doors in. He's directed you know? the worst Wait. film ever in Alone in the Dark. Okay, look, right. It we're gonna we're gonna go away. We're gonna go away from Tekken. But now, now Tekken, I I thought was a, was a reasonable film. It was cheesy, it was bollocks, and it was wrong for all the right reasons. And it was, but it was a good film. And I thought it was okay. And I think Lee kind of yeah, agrees it's with me. well shot. We're gonna move. It's not that badly acted. Fighting is excellent. It's good, good, well worth a watch. But not if you really want something that's Pride and Prejudice level of acting. <laughs> Good grief. If you like Pride and Prejudice, you're in the wrong podcast. <laughs> the, right, so, look, we're going to move from that, and we're going to move from... All right, let's 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 move towards the UA Bowl shit. Um, Alone in the Dark. Right, before we move on, I'd just like to point out that Alone in the Dark currently has 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. That many? That meets your less than 2% criteria. <laughs> yes, it and does. And 9 out of 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. I watched this movie because I love Alone in the Dark. And I actually played the newer Alone in the Dark game because I love Alone in the Dark. And that was Twice shit burnt. as well, wasn't it? It was awful. That's in our hall of the, shame. So this this had um, 
fucking what's he called? Not Kevin Bacon. The other Christian guy. Slater um, and Stephen Dorff. Christian Slater. I always get Kevin Bacon, Christian Slater mixed up. I don't know why. So this was this was in the heyday of Christian Slater's attempt to get back into relevancy. Mm. Good grief, he couldn't have picked a worse movie. To the greatest thing about this film, and it sums it up in one sentence: Tara Reid is a scientist. Is that is that it? Yes. Just imagine <laughs> Tara Reid as a scientist. The best thing about this movie is that after an hour and forty-two minutes, it ends. It finishes. <laughs> yeah, that is that is the best I can say. It has literally nothing to do with Alone in the Dark whatsoever. The closed, claustrophobic fright and the um, the cryptic mansion scenario that you have that was the great heyday of the games is in absolute absence <laughs> in this yes. movie it's nowhere near nothing nothing even close to the actual storyline of the games um it was poorly acted poorly scripted poorly directed poorly set the costume design was absolutely atrocious <laughs> i can't think of anything else that i can say that's worse <laughs> about this film it was absolutely shit they made a second one they didn't yeah was it they never made was a few fuck off yeah 2008 they made a second they made film. <laughs> Did that actually happen? Yeah, 2008. It's, it's God, 87 the, minutes long, so. This this is the franchise that managed to make a game that was so bad that it even realized this and managed to make you skip entire sections yeah. of the game so that you can move <laughs> you don't right have to, to the play end. this if you don't want to, just skip. Oh, so so bad. Look, I am I I don't know about Lee. I loved the original Alone in the Dark games. I don't know if anybody played them or the like, I, PlayStation 1 I think I played them. On. Well, I played them on the 3DO. Wow. This is when I fucking played them. Hell. Um absolutely incredible. <laughs> the, the original Alone in the Dark game was amazing, but it's just gone. None of that is in the film. It's not even close. No. It is one of the worst films ever made. This reflects exactly in Resident Evil. Oh, God. <laughs> because that's exactly the same motherfucking thing. See, now, Mona Lewis, Mona Lewis's friend Dave is a massive fan of the Resident Evil films. I love... Why? I, no, is I he love brain them. dead? I love them as well. Well, he loves no Milo jo- Jovovich. Jovovich. Yeah. Oh, for no Fifth way. Element. Yeah. Right, she, right, her heyday was Fifth Element. No, oh. the, 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 the Resident Evil movies are tosh. <laughs> they, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jesus! <laughs> Fap on your own time. These movies were bad. <laughs> Resident Evil <laughs> are decent zombie action films. They're, they're nothing to. I just need to open a window. <laughs> They've made almost a billion oh, God, dollars combined. You were so excited about Mila Jojovich that you shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're going to move from horror game, horror game to shit horror movie game <laughs> game movie to, to shit horror movie game game movie. <laughs> Uh, to to all right horror game movie game movie uh, Silent Hill. Now I loved this film. The first one I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Am I am I alone? Yeah. Am I alone oh, in well, the dark? You might not be alone, but I'm not with you. I, I actually really enjoyed Silent Hill. Yeah, I thought it was a great I, film. Yeah, it it wasn't a great Silent Hill film, but yeah, it was I a great film. Yeah, yeah. I did ask on Twitter earlier about uh, people who like video game films, and a one of our followers, uh, Craig Eastman, said, picking a favourite video game adaptation. <laughs> I saw this week. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit like deciding which of your daily shits looks the most appetising. <laughs> <laughs> so, Craig is a, uh, is a film podcaster, 
uh, on the FUDS on Film podcast, uh, which I'll pop a link to. And I said to him, well, as a film buff, you must have at least one film, uh, which his response was, uh, as a Silent Hill devotee, I think that the movie nearly got it, but bogged itself down too much in daft plot and complexity. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And he then follows up with, there was so much potential atmosphere almost nailed, but it forgot that it needed to be a movie and not a game. Yeah. So the thing that I've got with the Silent Hill movie, the Silent Hill movie, in essence, I thought was excellent. And it had the the right amount of gore, which is great, but it had Mm -hmm. the right amount of build-up to the gore. Mm -hmm. So it, it wasn't just gore, gore, gore. It was... There was a bit where a woman gets her entire skin ripped off, which, you know, that ticks boxes. But it, it's not that. It's the build-up to that happening and the fact that it's so unexpected when it does happen that it's great. And that- Not only that, but I, I think the character uh, Pyramid Head, mm-hmm. in the film, he plays such a massive part in building up to that gore. Yes, I know that yeah, sounds yeah. ridiculous because he he's obviously the main uh, antagonist, but he, he builds up to that in such a way that it, it builds that kind of tension. Yeah, yeah. Moving towards the gore. But it was a tension game. I mean, this was the whole thing with Silent Hill. The whole thing was the apprehension about what was going to happen, not hmm. what was happening. That was what made Silent Hill scary. Silent Hill wasn't scary because of jump scares. It was scary because you were always, in the back of your mind, you were always worried about what was about to happen. And the film managed to grab that fairly well. I mean, it it lost it a little bit at the end, but it was, it did that pretty well most of the way through it. It was backed up with some reasonably decent acting. And the main, the main girl that was, uh, Alessa Gillespie that was in it was brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. And it was wrong. And that was the great thing about the film. It was fucking wrong. And it fit perfectly in with the games. It was it was wrong in exactly the right way, in the way that the games were as well. I'd like to just point out that the second film <laughs> was fucking awful. It was absolutely dire. That revelation. I love, first, I love the first film so much that I was really quite excited about the second film. And I love the first film in the way that you can kind of love any movie of a game in so much as... <laughs> You you expect it to be so dire, and when it comes out being okay, you're kind of like, oh, well, you know, I'm quite happy with this. Well, yeah. the second film, I had fairly high expectations, which was my own fault. <laughs> you know, I got misled into this. But the you second... love the first film like your least favorite film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and on any day of the week, that could be a different one. <laughs> but but it, it. I loved. I I could watch the first film over and over again. I thought it was really, really good for what it was. The second film, the problem that I had with the second, well, there were so many problems with the second film, but the second film essentially had a great big build up to what could have been a very creepy and weird ending, and essentially (laughs) finished with a hug. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what happened. The main character went, "You're really upset and angsty, and you've got very emo tendencies. I need to hug you, and then it will all oh, go away." Horror. And the worst part of that was it did, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck? What the, what's what's going on here? This isn't a Silent Hill film. This is fucking weird." <laughs> so the, there you go. The, the thing about the first Silent Hill film is it wasn't it wasn't just a remake of the first Silent Hill game. 
It no, was exactly. An expansion of the Silent Hill universe. Yes. Yeah. It was with, a reimagining of the way that it could have been. Yeah. With and, characters from that universe. Yeah. So Pyramid Head, etc. Yeah. And it was sick in all the ways that it should have been sick. You had a little girl who had been tormented for years. You had a town that had been in limbo and unable to do anything for years and years and years. You had souls that were tortured. You had... It was it was great. It was fantastic. It had all the right elements. Didn't 100% come together, but it was bloody close enough for me for a video game movie, for me to class it as one of the best video game movies that I've seen. Yeah, it's a, it's a terribly cool. low bar, isn't it, for films to get over? But <laughs> It is. I, I swear to God, I could no. not limbo below this bar. It is very, very, very low. Do you know what? Actually... Can I jump from this to a bar that is slightly higher? And I don't think that anybody's necessarily going to agree with me, but I'm going to jump forwards a little bit. Don't from say Simon Hill. Prince of Persia. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> so many people hated this film. So many people slammed this film. I am so many people. <laughs> right. Prince of Persia, for me, was an absolutely excellent video game movie to the point where i could actually have forgotten that it was even a video game movie (laughs) at all it was just a movie and it had the comedy it had the slapstickness it had the cheesiness it had the none of which is featured in prince of persia (laughs) well no but it had the almost forced (laughs) poor acting that you could tell was do you know what i mean it wasn't poor acting it was kind of almost on purpose but it had good special effects it had a good story and it had a great aside story that mixed into the main storyline in the end of it i thought it was brilliant i really enjoyed this movie i am very much alone and i can't believe that ross is agreeing with me but <laughs> i thought that i was very much alone in this because i thought this was a great movie and Please, didn't so you enjoy this i like this film yeah i enjoyed it as well, well see lewis you're all on your own <laughs> Yeah, again, because I like Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> no, I like Super Mario Brothers. Don't take that it's away a, from me. Again, uh, because I'm alone and I like Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> this had the strongest cast of any video mm. game movie. Yeah, no, this this was absolutely brilliant. Alf, uh, is Alfred Molina, yeah. I think he's called. <laughs> he Sorry, was... did you just say that, Rob? <laughs> what? Because I'm going to have to Mon- carry on talking Mon- about Mon- I don't know what he's called. You, you carry on talking about Prince of Persia, and I'll bring up strong casts in a second. Oh, okay, you do that. Um, but he was oh, fantastic in this. You do do it. He was fantastic in this. But actually, Jake Gyllenhaal, who was the Prince of Persia in this film, yep. he was brilliant in it as well. And it What's was tongue-in-cheek, and it was slapstick, but it was still great. What's his name in the film? Dastan. I'm definitely not an idol. I wasn't asking you. <laughs> Oh, what, Alfred whatever No, Jake Gyllenhaal's. Oh, I don't fucking know. Prince of Persia? Exactly. Not that memorable, was he? Oh, come on. I know that it was Jake Gyllenhaal, and I know it was called Prince of Persia. What the fuck do you want? Oh. But I know... Bob, the guy what has the knife. But I know that Carl Urban in Doom... Let's talk Doom, because we all fucking love Doom, surely. That Carl Urban in Doom was called Reaper. Yeah, he was. And what, and was, his, what was his first name? John. Jo- don't, John. You don't answer. He's you like, don't I answer. Don't know, please, please, miss. Please, and, miss. And, and I know the Rock was just called Sage. Put your hand down, Dwayne. Yeah. The Dwayne Rock Johnson. Johnson was called Sarge. Yeah. <laughs> Not even given a name. <laughs> oh come on, seriously. He also has a tattoo across his shoulders that says Semper Fi. <laughs> yeah, he does. 
<laughs> so that's as... pretty much all I know about the characters. Okay, so look, we've spoken about that. We're going to have to speak about Doom because that is the the uh, super amazing elephant in the room. So, Prince of Persia, I think, was a great yep. film. Lee I thought that was a, is it great. stood up as a reasonably decent film without being a video game. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I will, I, agree. I will openly admit with Prince of Persia, I've never actually watched it. I've only ever seen. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> I've only ever seen trailers for it, so I I don't particularly like Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, the only film I've ever actually seen him in that I like is Jarhead. So okay, Fair. you need to watch I this. Will... You need to watch Prince of Persia, and you need to watch Source Code. Oh, and no, then I've you... seen... no, I I lie. I've seen Source Code as well. That I was thought a good that film. was Shia LaBeouf for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I might be thinking, oh wait, am I thinking of Eli? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I might but, be going off on a tangent. So look, we're going to have to come back in. Doom. Now, can we all agree from the get-go that we all reasonably think that Doom is possibly one of the best video game movies that's come yes. out? Yes. Yes. It's, I mean, it's not a great film. No. But video no, game no, film I think we were okay with that. It's not the best film that's ever happened. <laughs> no. Do you know what? Actually, I think it is a pretty good film. And actually, I think it's not a great video game film. No, I think I agree with you. I think that's uh, that's 100% correct. It's a good film, but actually as a representation of, of the video that's game, the thing. possibly it not the best. It doesn't represent Doom. It represents hey, it's Doom. Doom. No, it's right. Right. a reasonable hang, job. Hang on, because I was about to get into an argument with Lee about this yeah. earlier. <laughs> okay. That it... it it represents the general story no, of Doom. No, it doesn't. <laughs> there are Mars, aren't they? And there's monsters. There demons, are Mars. Demons. Yeah. Appear on Mars and take over a research base. That yep. is pretty much that the That is basically the story of Doom. Yeah, but where did the zombies <laughs> come into From Doom it? 1 to Doom 3. But they're demons. They're, not, they're zombies. Oh, fuck off. They're reanimated <laughs> corpses. They're zombies. There's oh, none of those in stupid. Doom. You're a reanimated corpse. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of the movie was close enough to the, the game to make it reasonable enough. But the, the thing that made this film good for me is it Please. built up. That was uh, that was what made it. No, that was that uh, was what I quite liked. The the thing about the Doom film for me was the five minute first person sequence. With that Carl was amazing. <laughs> and it was it was just long enough that it brought back the feeling of it being a Doom film. Yeah, yeah. But I, fa- I watched that sequence again this afternoon, but I found that towards the end of it, it got... A bit too much. It almost got uncomfortable to watch because yeah. it was kind of... You got into the kind of motion sickness-y first-person mode of it. Yeah. And I, I don't think that I could have... For instance, I couldn't watch Hardcore Henry, which is entirely first person. Yeah, exactly. I haven't watched that all the way through yet. I've watched a little bit of it, and it's a nice idea. But at the time, this was the first time that I'd seen anything do that. Mm. Doom yeah. was the first time I'd seen a movie even attempt to do this kind of thing. But The ending fight between all The Rock and Carl Evans was brilliant. I think we can all agree oh. two things. I think two things we need to make sure that we agree on. The Rock was great in this movie. He's great in most movies. Yeah. Which was one of the earlier movies in his career. Yeah. He did some great films, but that was one of the earlier movies in his career. But also, Carl Urban was amazing yeah. in this He's film. great in Dread as well. He's well, great again, in most things. But again, The Rock is great in most things. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, going from The Walking Tool to maybe not The Tooth Fairy or Escape from Witch Mountain. But, but faster. 
But yeah, you you look at some of the films that he's been in, and this was again, it was a film very early on in his career. It could have potentially ended up being a WWE film. Yeah. Which, yeah. Ooh, he just God. makes it could money have been hand over fist. Don't even want that, that would have been the Marine all over again. Oh. Just look at the Rock's um, post stuff that's in post production at the minute or announced for. He just makes money. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's rolling. Yeah. <laughs> his his muscles are rolling in the money. <laughs> a film that I want to bring up um, in a minute with the Rock, who's rumored to be in, um, is Rampage. Oh, okay. So he's supposed to be in uh, a f- the film of the game Rampage. I don't uh, even which... understand how you would make a film of that game. Yeah, wasn't that all monsters? Yeah, I could kind <laughs> of understand. But how fuck me, you they're making maybe... a Tetris movie. Yeah, no, true. fuck Minecraft. it. They're making three <laughs> Tetris movies. How in the hell? <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, The Rock is brilliant in this, and yes, Carl Urban yeah. in especially in that first person scene when you see him in the mirror and then he takes a shot at himself yeah yeah uh, in a reflective panel it's just that scene it just makes that film for me yeah uh, doom was brilliant it was a bit of a shonk it was a little bit shonky however it had enough side characters in it who were well formed and well acted enough mm. to make it not just about Carl Urban and the rock but the Rock was very, very, very good in it, and Carl Urban was excellent. But I, I think I'm kind of yet to see a movie that I didn't like Carl Urban in. However, Priest <laughs> was not great, but Carl Urban was still pretty good in it. Priest? Yeah, Priest. Right, look, we need to bring it up. We need to bring it to modern day movies. We've we've spoken about all these old films that have... Uh, that have come out. We've we've skipped over a couple. We've skipped over Max Payne. We've skipped very briefly um, over Max a lot Payne of other is stuff. Just utterable. <laughs> we skipped yes. over Max Payne, which is rubbish. We skipped over Hitman. Look, every iteration of the Hitman movie franchise has been terrible. Let's just let's just leave that hanging yep. there. Um, the latest Hitman film was shit. So to be fair, you could have done this well. whole discussion by saying that. Though, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's basically it. <laughs> Name the right. game and fill now, in blanks. I want to very briefly talk about so. The, the Warcraft movie. I watched a Warcraft movie recently. It's alright. It's okay. okay. And then um, Minecraft? I've, I've, I've I am not. The, the Warcraft movie is very bogged down in lore. Yeah, I think that's, that's essentially the problem. The Warcraft movie is three movies sandwiched into one that makes it feel really weird for anybody who isn't hugely bogged down in the lore. And I think if you're a super fan, which is why it's probably doing really well in China then it's great. But it was okay, and I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was bad, but it was really odd, and it was like five people's stories in one. Which so it's was... basically Lord of the Rings? No, it was it was forced Lord of the Rings. It didn't give the time it needed to give to the different stories and the different characters to round out their part in it. So will you forgive Peter and Jackson? I think that was... That was the problem with it. Never. Nobody will forgive Peter Jackson. It's made almost a billion um, dollars and it's t- subtitled The Beginning. There's going to be more of these fuckers, isn't there? Yeah, no, there definitely will. And it, do you know what? It wasn't a bad film. It really wasn't a bad film. And I, I enjoyed it. And there were a couple of characters in it that I thought were actually really, really good. It was all the peripheral stuff. It was all the extra characters. And they, they didn't shy away from killing off main characters, which was quite nice. The but thing is, is if you watch... Uh, so, Duncan Jones is the guy that wrote and I think he produced Warcraft. 
which is David Bowie's son. Yeah. Now, if you have you see you guys see Moon? Yes. Oh, that's an yes. amazing I haven't film. Actually, no. Which I is meaning to watch it. it. I I recommend watching it. If you aren't a science fiction fan, but you want to have a go, that's the perfect film for you. Mm. Also, uh, if you're not a science fiction fan, but you want to have a go, there's a book called Static. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit shit, mostly. <laughs> Shut up. It's well edited. <laughs> that was a little in joke it, it's another Duncan Jones film and he very much explores the the character in Moon and I would assume that he does very much the same in uh, Warcraft such a good film the Warcraft movie is very good The char- it's very character driven which is very very nice I don't know how many of you have you guys seen no. this? no no because I'm not a nurse <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I did this. I did this for science. <laughs> right? Um, I did this so you don't have Cow to. Cow murderers, the film. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's... Do you know what? It's very it's very character-driven. It's very up its own arse, which is slightly distracting sometimes. It is very clearly bogged down in its own lore, which is fine because it's making no apologies to fan service. However, I think the fact that it's doing that and at the same time getting its fan service slightly wrong is a bit weird. Um, you've got the Beach Babe Orc, which is a little bit difficult to get past on a couple of occasions, but slightly explainable if you kind of try to get past it. Um, I would imagine she's quite wide. No, she's not. <laughs> what they've what they've essentially done is taken a human woman with a great figure, painted her green, and given her an orc's face with tusks. Oh. Ten out of Which ten is really now, odd. Mm. <laughs> exactly. And the, 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 I think the point is supposed to be, although Maybe it never explains it in the film, <laughs> it never explains it in the film, but I think the point is supposed to be that she is the product of an orc and a human having a bit of shenanigans. Yeah. But it never says that in the film, and all the other orc women are great, big, and butch, and muscly, but she is very slender and and an old slinky and bikini clad. The, the the key thing about this film is there are a couple of characters. The main I can't even remember the names, but the main character, the the, the kind of sword fighty fella man, um, and the mage fella man, they are great together. They are very very funny. They there's a good chemistry on set. They play well off each other, but there is an awful lot of other stuff going in the film that maybe doesn't have that kind of chemistry and doesn't work quite as well and because probably 70 odd percent of the film is cgi you lose an awful lot of that good acting to that so Mm. it's okay it's a good film it is probably not worth the hype of years and years and years of warcraft and then suddenly they bring out a movie but it's certainly not the best thing of it it's certainly not the worst thing i've ever put in my eyes (laughs) so but it's it's okay but to be fair, it's not like, I don't know, if you look at Doom, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Resident Evil, uh, Assassin's Creed, the potential Minecraft film, these aren't franchises that have been around for that long and then yeah. they've just gone, oh, do you know what? We're going to whack out fuck a film. It. Yeah, fuck whereas, it. we're going to make a film. Whereas Minecraft has been out for a significant amount of time and then they've gone, now's the right time to put a film out. And from what I've thing- seen from the trailers, it it looks like it could be a good... It could be the next kind of Lord of the Rings. No, it's not. It really isn't that. Unfortunately, it isn't. And it could have been that had they done it correctly. Watch it. 
watch it and make up your own mind. But what they've essentially done here is they've taken what could have been two films and forced it into one. And that is almost the opposite of what they did with the Lord of the Rings films, which, in my opinion, were dragged out long and protracted. But they have squashed a little bit too much into this movie. And for people who don't understand the lore, or maybe haven't played the Warcraft games or World of Warcraft, it's a little bit OTT and it's a bit difficult to follow. But it's still quite good and it's still pretty mm. enjoyable and there's still some great characters in it and still some really good ex- unexpected things happen. It's not your typical, here's a good guy, here's a bad guy, and they're going to fight and the good guy's going to win. It doesn't work like that. And that's kind of what made me enjoy it. Right, we are going to die if we don't stop this fucking (laughs) podcast now, because we have been talking for far too long. But I really need to give a special guest mention to a movie that I watched very specially for this podcast, which was... um, a UA ball extravaganza, <laughs> which I very specific. I've never seen this film before, but when we decided that we were going to do a movies podcast, I went, do you know what? I love these games, and I would be remiss if I didn't go off and watch Far Cry. <sighs> it should have been me, shouldn't it? <laughs> so I watched Far Cry. I've never put AIDS into my eyes. <laughs> you stuck with but them I now. imagine that if I did, it would feel very much like this. <laughs> <laughs> this film I thought that was, was the summary. so disjointed <laughs> yeah, that's it this film was so disjointed poorly acted poorly directed and I'm look I would say poorly scripted but I'm not entirely convinced that they even had one that it was not only painful to watch but I feel bad for everybody who was involved in it do you know what the budget was for this? Uh, two pounds two, two pound fifty thirty million dollars is that is that fake dollars? Is that like Monopoly dollars? <laughs> this is American dollars. Do you want to know what it grossed? Uh, 743000 Right, the thing with UA Ball, Ball <laughs> is that he makes his money from films by... Uh, he puts a budget together through crowdfunding mm. or, and he gets yep. financed in other places for films. And then he and then he, There's a the German, German, loop, yeah, German political loophole that he gets yeah. half the budget back from the German government. He's a sly fox, isn't he? <laughs> He's, well, he's not daft, but he's no. shit at making films. <laughs> <laughs> Look, right, we have spoken about films for far too long now. We've spoken about almost everything. There are so many more video game movies that we could have spoken about, but we're not going to because we've spoken for absolutely ages. Those are a few of the ones that we know of. If you know of any more, or of any more have offended your eye socket so much that you really want to speak to us on social media, <laughs> then you can find us at ReadyP2 on Twitter. You can find us at Facebook slash ReadyPlayer2. You can find us at ReadyPlayer2. That's TWO.co.uk. You can find me at Zebwen. That's Z E B W E N. I know almost <laughs> how to spell it then. You can find, you can find Ross at uh, Ross Bell 1984. You can find Lee at... (laughs) (laughs) At ZZ Lee ZZ. And you can find Lewis at... Uh, At Louis underscore con. You can find all of us on Acast. You can find our uh, podcast musings at thepalaceofwisdom.co.uk along with all the amazing things that they're posting there as well. Thank you very much. This has been episode 66. Yeah, well done. (laughs) Yeah, thank you very much. I've already played two. We are going to go. Good night. Goodbye. Good night. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of Ready Player 2. Today we have the finest in sausage festive, fest, festive... I am now recording and watching my squiggly squabble. Squigglies. Yep.
What the shit knickers was that? <laughs> that was a Wilhelm scream. What? It's a sa- it's a soundbite from a film from the 1950s. Right. That's in everything. Um, really? And it was yeah. And it's in pretty much every film. Name a film. Once you've hang on, name a film. Oh, Terminator. Well, I'm not <laughs> sure actually. <laughs> oh, that derailed that quickly, didn't it? What was Michael Clark Duncan's last film? I'm hoping it's not Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. I'm just trying to check. Oh God! Because <laughs> that is not a way anyone needs to go out. No, that's probably why he died. <laughs> Written by Spike Lee. Who the fuck thinks that's a good idea? Oh God! If you remake anything with Adam Sandler, you're just a turd. After these actions. <coughs> After these um, coughs. <coughs> I'm not 100% sure how funny it's going to be, and it makes me a bit mad. <laughs> I'm a serious barbecuer. And a keep lighting it, though. Get fucking going out. What? You've not got enough petrol. You want to get it? some. <laughs> kind of jamming a sausage on, uh, on, a, on a bit of stick. Sorry? I forgot we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the next episode title, Pokemon Dogging. But... That's fun putting that in, we should get right. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Natural selection needed a boost anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Entirely true. Pokemon Go. Culling the idiots. So, I might just change our bio. Ready, player two. They <laughs> swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really oh, bad. Okay. We're still coming in. We're still coming in. Terribly. <clears throat> Go on then. Come on then. Do it. <laughs> come don't, in, don't, don't build me up. Don't build me in up. Come. Oh, for fuck's sake. In three. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing the fingers now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the microphone as well. <laughs> oh, thanks. <clears throat> and even yeah, I've got one thing to say even about as a, this. Ready. What, what was that? That was that was your bad. That was your bad scream. Stop it! Stop it! This is not a soundboard episode. No, because I wasn't a chump. <laughs> right, hang on. Everybody needs to stop. Hannah's found a spider. I need to go get it. Oh, you don't. Be right back. Where's? Where is it? Okay, that's gone. Okay, Lewis has gone for a wee in bunny ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fapping over me, Lejojovic. <laughs> gone for a sex wee. And Imagine it's a bit... an orc penis. <laughs> I don't... That must be th- That must be thick. How does your mind work? <laughs> that's going to split someone. <laughs> oh, blimey. My arse is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> what? How are you speaking? <laughs> I've got the... My bloody combine harvester! <laughs> is akin to just dipping your knob in a vat full of sick. It's, it's, it's not going to end well for anybody, really. Hi, it's Lee here. Uh, the guys asked that even if I am editing the podcast, uh, no matter how funny, I'm not to make remixes of the other hosts, as it can make them appear stupid. So instead for this episode... Ross and I will sing for you a cappella. Thank you.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.